Welcome back to the Beef Up Front College Football Show. Week seven already? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sadly, we're in week seven, but this is your host, Ryan Coyle, joined alongside Joey Jets. As we go into our, into our week seven preview, uh, season standings, I'm at 20 and 15 on the year. Coming off of one of my better weeks, four and one. Uh, Joe, you now sit at 23 and 12, coming off a three and two week. So you're still holding pace there by three games. Uh, this week, we got a a lot of similar picks, but not as good of a slate as the past few weeks. These past few weeks have been really good, uh, but still got some intriguing games on tap to discuss. But how are we, Joseph? Uh, very good. Very, you know, very excited. It's always, you know, exciting to see college football. But one thing with just how crazy this season's been so far, you know, you and I wanted chaos. I think we definitely got chaos. Mm-hmm. But even the slates that are bad are like you can't really just yeah. go into it thinking. Like, you and I could easily get all of our games wrong this week, which mm-hmm. would be awesome for the sport. But, you know, even with the bad slates, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt because clearly this year anything can happen. Yeah. All right. Well, our first game of the week, an SEC battle. We have Auburn unranked. Could easily be ranked, though, after this game. This would be an impressive win. At number 17, Arkansas, who's lost two in a row after starting off the season hot. This would be the 12 o'clock kickoff on CBS. Arkansas comes in as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. So with this game, I have Arkansas 38, Auburn 35. Arkansas and Auburn are both right in the middle of absolute gauntlet schedules. Um, Besides that break for Auburn, I don't even want to call it a break because they barely beat Georgia State. They were at Penn State, at LSU, home against Georgia, and their next two after this game are versus Ole Miss and at A&M. Because of that, they're in the middle of an absolute grind. I think they're going to lose this game close. I think Arkansas is going to force a Bo Nix pick late. It's going to be a great performance. You know, Arkansas, like this is the end of their gauntlet schedule. You know, they, they made it to the other side of the tunnel. They see the light. They're at home. They get an Auburn team who's – you never really know what you're going to get with them. Yeah. Bo Nix is capable of pulling out the BS Johnny Menzel run around and throw for 500 yards. But he's also capable of Nathan Peterman throwing hmm. five picks in the first half. Hmm. So I think Arkansas is going to be able to shut them down. They're going to win 38-35. Yeah, I'm going Arkansas as well, coming off two straight uh, losses. Last week I, I was really impressed with them, especially with their offense. I did not think their offense could, could play like that. Um, but I got them 31-24 over Auburn. This is their, their fourth straight week cracking our big five games of the week. So, I mean – Obviously, I know we're not a a big show or anything, but I still I think that's a a testament to kind of the program that they're starting to become uh, in college football because going into the year, we weren't really thinking that they would be relevant. And here they are as one of the five best games of the week, four four straight weeks. So uh, impressive little turnaround by them. Could be a a program that we see going forward in the SEC that is one of the top teams. So uh, hats off to Arkansas for their start this year. Um, I've been very impressed with K.J. Jefferson at quarterback and, and the development of the Arkansas offense throughout the seasons besides that Georgia game where they got shut out. Um, but they showed they can put up points at, just like they did against Ole Miss last week when they dropped 51. So I expect Auburn to put up a fight in this one. Um, both of these teams are in rebuild, so they're looking to get back to the top of the SEC and make a run at a potential SEC, SEC crown in the coming years. Uh, but I think Arkansas is a little more ahead in their rebuild right now. I really like their coach Pittman. Um, and they're at home. Also 5-1 and one against the spread this season too. So I give them the win and the cover in this one, 31-24. Second game of the week, we got number 12, Oklahoma State, coming in undefeated at number 25, Texas, who's coming off that loss in the Red River 
shootout classic game there. This will be a 12 o'clock kickoff on Fox, Texas, a five-and-a-half-point favorite, though. Give me Texas 42, Oklahoma State 27. I think uh, Oklahoma State's been a little bit propped up this year, you know, with all the chaos so far. You know, their wins, they have a seven-point win over FCS Missouri State, five points over a two-and-four Tulsa team, one-point win on the road against a Boise State team, you know, who might be a little bit above average. I know they obviously upset BYU over the weekend, but, you know, you don't really know what you're getting with that Boise State team. A 31-20 home win at Kansas, you know, against Kansas State at home, who now might not be that good. You know, they've lost two straight there, three and two. Their only impressive win is against Baylor, who's five and one. They're currently unranked. Um, I just think that Texas will be able to disrupt Spencer Sanders, who is Oklahoma State's quarterback. Uh, Texas at home, they're going to be playing pissed off. They just let, you know, a huge opportunity and a huge statement win. I mean, we were watching at least the beginning of that game. And we saw, we turned the game off because we were like, okay, Texas is yeah. just absolutely dominating Oklahoma. We thought that game was over. We turned it off early. And then obviously, you know, Oklahoma comes back and wins. You know, biggest comeback, I think, in that rivalry's history, which is insane. I think Texas is just going to be playing pissed off at home, another national stage, you know, win this game, get a chance to win the Big 12. I think Texas wins as well. I have them 34-28 over Oklahoma State there. So that gives them the cover, too. But I'm interested to see how they rebound from that loss last week. Let's see if Sark can get his guys to rebound. I mean, that loss last week is kind of a crusher. Saved Oklahoma's season, and it kind of threw any chance Texas maybe had still getting in the playoff out the door completely. Um, but Texas, I think, is a little ahead of the rebuild. They looked really competitive last week, and that offense is firing. So, um, if OK St- State wins this game, though, they have Iowa State next week. But after that, they have a chance to go undefeated heading into the Oklahoma game. So this is a big one for them on the road. Um, they're coming in off a bye, so they're going to be rested and well-prepared coming into this one. But on the other hand, Texas coming off that classic game against Oklahoma where they fell short, I, I agree with you. I think they're going to come out playing pissed off. I've been very impressed with Casey Thompson at quarterback. And Bijan Robinson is looking like the best running back in the nation. So with those two healthy on offense, I think they're going to be able to put up some points. Typically, Oklahoma State, we see them have a lot of offensive firepower to keep up against these high-powered offenses, but not this year. They, they're they a more defensive-driven team, which I think is an interesting style that they've gone with compared to their history. But with their lack of firepower on the offensive side and Texas Texas's weapons, uh, I'm going to go with them at home as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Third game of the week, we go to the SEC again. Number 11, Kentucky at number one, Georgia. The 3.30 kickoff on CBS, Georgia, a big-time 22-point favorite. Poor Kentucky. I mean, they're probably their greatest team since Bear Bryant was on the sidelines back in, I think, like 1950. It's been a long time. Uh, their reward for doing that is they get to go between the hedges and play Georgia. They're gonna. Last time they were number 11 and they played Georgia was 2018. Kentucky was at home in that game. We were freshmen in college. We are now seniors in college. Mm-hmm. They lost that game 34-27, and it was like 34-6 to going on the fourth quarter. It wasn't even you know as close as that final score indicated. I feel like you're going to get a very similar type of game. Like, wouldn't shock me if you know maybe at the end of the first quarter, you know, we look up and we're like, oh, it's only like 13 to 7 or something like that. Or like, you know, 10 to 3, like, oh, Kentucky hanging tough. And then Georgia, I feel like this is going to be a game where they're just going to wear down Kentucky and they're going to pull away in the second half. I just think Georgia's that good. Uh, 34 to 13 final is my projection. Georgia beating Kentucky. Not a shot against Kentucky. I think they're a good team. I just think Georgia's that much better. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling Georgia 30, Kentucky 10. Pretty similar score as you. 
like I, like you were kind of saying though, I tip my cap to Kentucky as they're looking legit, one of their better years uh, in their program's history, and they just beat LSU in a game that was a must win for LSU, and they went and they beat LSU in that one. So uh, Kentucky's had a soft schedule though this year so far, uh, and after this game they have a soft schedule too. So they lose this game, they're most likely going to win the rest of their games and finish with only one loss on the year. But if they somehow win this game, they're in the driver's seat to go to the SEC title game. So offense showed some ability last week as they put up 42 points. They've been a defensive-driven team this year, uh, but their offense showed some versatility last week, was able to put up 42 points. Even Will Levis had a a pretty solid game at quarterback. So they're playing a different beast, though, this week in Georgia. Kentucky's bread and butter on the offensive game has been uh, their run game this year, and Georgia's only allowing 64 rushing yards per game. That's good for fourth in the country. So this is going to be a tough team to run on. Will Levis is going to have to beat them with his arm, and I just don't think he's good enough to do that. So Kentucky gets pushed around a little bit here, and we see the difference between a national title contender and a team with a soft schedule that's going to finish with a good record, but still not ready to be one of the big dogs yet. Uh, Fourth game of the week, we got number 19, BYU, coming off that loss against Boise State that you were talking about earlier at Baylor. 3.30 3.30 kickoff on ESPN. Baylor, five-point favorite. And I've just been – before we get into this, been impressed with the ba- the turnaround that Baylor's had so far, uh, going from Matt Rule to Dave Aranda. Uh, this is a, a program on the rise, and I could see them being a, a legit team in the, re- in the future. But also a thing I think we should be keeping an eye out for, if LSU does fire at L, the Baylor coach could be going there with because he's the former D.C. there. That's very good. I didn't think of that. That's a very good point. Um that would suck for Baylor, you know, two good turnarounds mm-hmm. back-to-back, you know, just yeah, to have the coaches, coaches. Just have the coaches leave. Uh, I have Baylor in this game, though, 31-24. You know, this is a team, like, you know, you were saying it's a great turnaround, but I don't really know how, like, if they're 5-1, and one, like they're a legit 5-1, and one, if that makes any sense. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some of the teams they played, you know, aren't that good. You know, they lost Oklahoma State on the road, who I don't really know about them either. And obviously, you know, we're going to – you know, that's going to sort itself out this weekend. But um, I think Baylor's at home. I think they're going to win this game. I think, you know, it's all the adventure. And BYU's kind of in trouble. You know, they lost a shoe-in game. That's what people were thinking, you know, the Boise State. Now they need to go on the road to Baylor, who is hungry and who is still trying to fight for a, you know, Big 12 title game berth. If they went out, they're obviously right there. Baylor's currently 28th if you go, you know, with the receiving votes and stuff. So give me Baylor here because after this game, they have a very favorable schedule, and uh, as John Ross, our friend John Rothstein says, uh, they can put themselves in position to be in position. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling with Baylor here at home as well. Um, 27-23 over BYU. This is a sneaky good game. This is, I think it's kind of flying a bit under the radar. Uh, real important for, for both of these programs, I think. Battle of two strong defenses, so I'm expecting a low-scoring affair here. BYU coming off that tough loss at home to Boise. Who's doing a down year, though? Um, so that's kind of looking like a bad loss for them. And Baylor's coming off a great offensive performance where they dropped 45 points against a, a struggling West Virginia team. But still, Baylor put up a solid 45 points. Jerry Bohannon is having a great year at quarterback. Uh, if he continues his play and Baylor continues to win, he could be a guy who's one of the finalists for the Heisman at the end of the season. Taking great care of the football, only throwing zero inter- interceptions this year, uh, 11 touchdown pass, I believe he adds value on the ground game as well. Not that many rushing yards, but he, I believe he has a rushing touchdown or two in every single game this year. So uh, Bears being at home with the strong play of Bohan, and I have them pulling out a W here. In our last game of the week, we have number 22, NC State at Boston College, 7.30 p.m. on ACC Network. NC State is a two-point road favorite. Uh, I picked Boston College here 21-20, mainly because there's no way I could let us have the same five picks. Um 
if Phil Dracovic doesn't get hurt for Boston College, I would have picked them definitely. But, um, you know, I think at home, I think they're going to pull off the upset here. Boston College, they're a solid team. They should beat Clemson on the road. I know Clemson isn't what they used to, you know, what they were this year. But still, that's a game that, you know, potentially should have won. That's their only loss in the season. You know, I think they step up here, win at home. This is one of the most important games in both of these programs' history. I know it doesn't seem like it because AC is on the right. North Carolina State's 22. The ACC's had a down year. But, you know, winner of this game, mainly North Carolina State, but Boston College win here would put them right back in it. Mm-hmm. They're in a – especially, though, for NC State, if they win this game, NC State has a Cinderella shot at the playoff. Because they go 11 and 12 and 1 they would, have, you know, win the ACC title game. All of a sudden, their only loss is at Mississippi State. You obviously have to see what happens with the Bulldogs, but 12-1 and in a Power 5 conference champ. I mean, we've seen that in the past. You get mm-hmm. into the playoff normally. So yeah. I think it's going to be a fun game, though. This is the week that when we were talking ACC game of the year, we had – this is the week that UNC and Miami are meeting up, and both of their seasons have been disastrous yeah. so far. So so we have NC State, Boston College – uh, I'm going NC State 31, Boston College 23. Like you were saying, one of the more important games for the rest of the season in the ACC as the top three teams, even Clemson, as well as North Carolina and Miami, have all underperformed. Uh, the door is open for one of these teams to make a run to the ACC title game, which would be one of the better years in either of their school's history. I know Boston College had that good success with Matt Ryan back in the early 2000s, but still. Seven, they were number two in the country at one point. Yeah, this, this, is, uh, this is shaping up to potentially be their best season since then, so – uh, teams are pretty identical when you look at the numbers throughout the stat department. But the one thing that NC State has on their side is the experience and the talent at the quarterback position. You look at Devin Leary, a solid quarterback, already took down Clemson this year, has a lot of games under his belt, especially against better competition. Uh, the co- backup quarterback for BC now after Djurkovic is out. Grossel, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Uh, he's been in and out of the lineup for the few seasons that he's been playing at Boston College. And when he's been in the lineup, hasn't been very effective. I believe this year he's got four touchdowns and four interceptions. So, this is a guy who, who could turn off the, over the ball. NC State's got a strong defense. I expect them to create a few turnovers on that side. Uh, so with that being said, give me Devin Leary making a few key plays down the stretch to get the win. Uh, then we'll go into our upset picks where last week I had LSU over Kentucky. That did not hit. You had Wake Forest or Syracuse over Wake Forest, which nearly so hit. So close. I've been very close with some of my upsets yeah. this year. One of the ones I threw out to was the uh, UTSA over Western Kentucky. They wound up winning. Also, the Memphis game, I forgot who they were playing. That one didn't hit, but uh, you want to go into your upset pick of the week this week? Before I talk to my upset pick, you know, you were mentioning, you know, Clemson's having a down year. This week, they're, I think they're playing at Pitt this week. That was in the preseason. I said, hey, maybe Pitt. They get Clemson, North Carolina, and Miami all at home. Now those yeah. two, <laughs> Miami and North Carolina, definitely seem like winnable games. I saw this article, ESPN, like their FBI. It's They're giving Pitt the best chance to win the ACC right now. Damn. But they have a weird loss to Western Michigan. But anyways, uh, my upset pick this week is Tennessee at home over Ole Miss. I don't know how great Tennessee is. Their offense has been lighting up lately. You know, Tennessee, you know, their fans always think it feels like 98 and they're right back in the mix to win a national title. Rumors Coach Duggs might be on the sidelines huh. there this weekend. Give me the Vols in a classic shootout-style game over Ole Miss. I'm going to go Army – Plus 13 at Wisconsin. I don't know if they'll get the win, but I definitely like this spread. You look at both of these teams' rushing defense. Wisconsin, number one in the country in rushing defense, 41.4 yards per game. Army, 54 yards per game. And Wisconsin's been putrid 
on offense all year, and Army, all they want to do is run the ball. So no matter what, Army is going to have to run the ball. That's just the way their offensive system works. They're going to be forced to throw a few times here and there. But so they're going to attempt to run the football. So these are two teams that are just going to be button heads down after down. So I expect this to be a low-scoring, tight game where I don't think Wisconsin, as bad as their offense has been, is able to – take over and take over that game and put any distance between the two. So I definitely like Army plus 13. Wouldn't be surprised to see that they went on the road, but it is at Wisconsin. So don't hold your breath on that one. But Army plus 13, I, I like that pick. Speaking about Army, one thing, you know, don't let it cut you off. They are almost 100% going to be my upset pick because next week they host Wake Forest, who gets a bye this week. But, I mean, two huge games back-to-back for the Black Knights. So. Yeah, it should be a, another exciting week of college football. I feel like this week is going to be one of the weeks where we see some of these top teams fall in games that they shouldn't. I just, with not that many important big games on the slate, I, I feel like that's what we're kind of leading up to. I mean, there's always that one weekend every year, but mm-hmm. it feels like this year every weekend has been that yeah. weekend. So you never know. I hope so. I mean, it'd be awesome. Yeah, that'll do it for week seven, and we'll talk next week.